mountains of Columbia to Pikes Peak. Listen to The Mountain Mysteries, a podcast from the pantry studio of Chris Sloan. The Mountain Mysteries, where true crime meets the paranormal. A pantry studio production. The following may contain strong language and deals with adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. These are the Mountain Mysteries Chills. I'm your host, Chris Lone, and this is Chill Number Five The Ghost of the Hotel del Coronado, Kate Morgan. The Hotel del Coronado in San Diego is one of the most beautiful hotels in the world, and some would say the most haunted. The ghost story that we have to tell has long been attached to the hotel and is unique in that it is one of the only Thanksgiving ghost stories that is ever told. It involves a young woman named Kate Morgan who checked into the hotel Thanksgiving Day 1892 and she never checked out. When the Hotel del Coronado opened in 1888, It was the largest resort hotel in the world. In the mid-1880s, the San Diego area was in the middle of a real estate boom, and to draw people to the area, several wealthy businessmen went together and built the Hotel del Coronado. The popularity of this hotel was established before the 1920s. It had already hosted Presidents Harrison, McKinley, Taft, and Wilson, and would go on to host Presidents Franklin Delano Roosevelt, Dwight Eisenhower, John Kennedy, Lyndon Johnson, Richard Nixon, Gerald Ford, Jimmy Carter, Ronald Reagan, George H.W. Bush, Bill Clinton, George W. Bush, as well as Barack Obama. By the 1920s, Hollywood stars and starlets discovered that what they called the Dell was the place to be, the in-place to stay. A lot of celebrities made their way south to party during the era of Prohibition and used the Hotel Dell as their own personal playground. Some of these names you may recognize. Tom Mix, Rudolph Valentino, Charlie Chaplin, Ramon Navarro. Well, those were just a few of the many actors who stayed at that hotel during weekend getaways. Other notables have included Marilyn Monroe, Thomas Edison, L. Frank Baum, Vincent Price, Babe Ruth, and so many others. During World War II, the hotel was used to house Navy pilots and the families of officers. By the end of the war, the neglected hotel had started to age, and while millions were spent to refurbish it, a new owner came about in 1963, but he planned to tear it down. Changed his mind, though, and remodeled and expanded it instead. Even today, it remains as one of the most beautiful resorts on the West Coast, with one of several ghosts. The hotel's hauntings include the ghost of a little boy and girl, a former hotel caretaker, seen in the dining room quite often. And then there's a Victorian woman who has been seen dancing in the ballroom. But none of them are as famous as the ghost of Kate Morgan. Like we told you a few moments ago, 
Kate checked into that hotel on Thanksgiving Day 1892 and she's never left. Hotel guests and employees believe that most of the paranormal events that occur at the hotel can be connected to Kate. Witnesses report flickering lights, televisions that turn on and off by themselves, dramatic shifts in room temperatures, odd scents, unexplained voices, the sounds of strange footsteps. And then, of course, there's the mysterious breezes, which causes curtains to billow when the windows are closed, and objects which move on their own accord. And some claim to have actually seen the ghost of Kate Morgan herself. A little bit about Kate. You know, she was very, very pretty. She was in her mid-twenties, born in Fremont County, Iowa, around the year of 1864. Tragically, her mother passed away on September 23, 1865, and at the age of only two years young, Kate was sent to live with her maternal grandfather, Joe Chandler. November 9, 1870, Kate's father, George Washington Farmer, was appointed to be the postmaster of Hamburg, Iowa. He remarried in 1871 and had two more daughters, and then he moved to Texas, where he passed away in 1876. On December 30th, 1885, Kate married Thomas Edwin Morgan, and they had one child, a boy, born on October 31st, 1886. Sadly, he lived only two days. It was around 1890 that Kate Morgan ran off with Albert Allen, a stepson of Thomas's stepmother, Emily Dennison Allen Morgan. Well, apparently this relationship didn't last very long either. Although there are very few records of Morgan's life at this time, the next time she was reportedly sighted, she was ill and alone. Kate had been employed as a domestic in a wealthy Los Angeles household, and from there, she traveled by train to the hotel. She checked into the Hotel Del Coronado alone Thursday, November 24th, 1892, which was Thanksgiving evening. During her stay, hotel employees, many of whom had frequent interactions with Kate, reported that she appeared to be ill and very unhappy. She had also told quite a few employees that she was waiting for her brother, whom she said was a doctor, to join her. But sadly, he never showed up. Five days after she checked in, Kate was found dead on an exterior staircase leading to the beach. She had a gunshot wound to her head, which the San Diego County coroner later determined was, in fact, self-inflicted and ruled it as a suicide. A search of her hotel room revealed no personal belongings. Odd. In fact, there was nothing to identify the beautiful stranger, as she was known, except the name she used when she registered, Lottie A. Bernard from Detroit. After her death, police sent a sketch of Kate's face and information about her death to newspapers and police stations all around the country, hoping that someone could shed light on this dark and mysterious tragedy that surrounded the suicide of the unknown girl at the Coronado Hotel. Well, yes, eventually they did find out that Lottie Bernard was, in fact, Kate Morgan, originally from Iowa and the wife of Tom Morgan. Reportedly, Tom Morgan was a gambler who liked to spend a lot of time on the railways and make his living gambling. After the inquest into Kate's suicide, a gentleman came forward 
To say that he had seen Kate arguing with a man thought to have possibly been Tom on a train en route to San Diego. The witness said that Tom disembarked before reaching San Diego, though, and Kate continued on to the Hotel del Coronado by herself, where it is assumed she waited for Tom to join her. When he never showed up, it's speculated that that is when Kate took her own life. Since that time, paranormal activity has been reported in the room Kate stayed in during her 1892 visit. Room 3327. And in other areas of the hotel, she is, without doubt, the most endearing ghost of the grand old hotel and continues her hold on the place almost 130 years after her tragic death. According to the hotel's book entitled Beautiful Stranger, The Ghost of Kate Morgan and the Hotel del Coronado, since that time, guests and employees have attested to ghostly goings-on. Most have to do with Kate's original third-floor guest room, where visitors have experienced flickering lights, a television that turns itself on and off, breezes coming from nowhere, inexplicable scents and sounds, items moving on their own accord, doors that randomly open and close, abrupt changes in room temperature, and unexplained footsteps and voices. The story of Kate Morgan continues to intrigue hotel visitors. And as you can imagine, the room in which she stayed is the most requested guest room at the hotel. Independent paranormal researchers and investigators, in turn, have documented supernatural activity in Kate's room using all kinds of high-tech gadgetry. Things including infrared cameras, night vision goggles, radiation sensors, even toxic chemical indicators, microwave imaging systems, and high-frequency sound detectors. There have also been Kate sightings in hotel hallways and even along the seashore. Another very active area is the resort's gift shop, which opened in 1888. It's where visitors and employees routinely witness haunted happenings and giftware mysteriously flying off shelves, oftentimes falling upright and always unbroken. If you ever find yourself in San Diego, you may want to stop by the Hotel del Coronado, knock on the door of room 3327, and pay respect and tribute to Kate. I'm sure she'd love to see you there. Remember, new episodes of The Mountain Mysteries drop each Friday, with the chills each Thursday. Please support us on Patreon. For The Mountain Mysteries Chills... I'm Chris Sloan. Stay mysterious. A Pantry Studio Production.